and welcome to the Jewish Mother Me podcast. This is the podcast which ponders Jewish mothers should every home have one. No, don't run screeching for the door. Uh, what we found is that the generations that came before us were heaving with wisdom and we want to come and share that with you today. My name's Angela Epstein. I'm Lynn Dover. Noemi Lopian. And together the three of us are going to bring some sunshine into your day. Today we're going to talk about something which is fabulously generic but so critically important and that's friendship. Because we all know about being good friends in bad times as my late mother used to say but it can actually be harder to be a good friend in good times. Sometimes some people struggle to be happy for you when happy things happen. Yeah, I think when there's um, jealousy um, underlying it all, it's very hard to be happy. I am probably someone that's as guilty as anybody else of being jealous and sometimes it's an effort to be pleased for someone and especially if it's someone you're not particularly keen on, uh, it's even harder to be pleased for them. But if you're working on yourself, and I am definitely a work in progress, you will try and be happy for people because that's just the way we should be. Do you think part of that is because we um, have this kind of social media generation and it's because everything is governed by the need to be liked. So every day you open up your phone or your iPad or whatever and people publicise stuff, but they've carefully curated what they're showing you of their life. So inevitably a lot of it is, look at me, I just got a badge at brownies or whatever it is. Facebook is uh, very much a, an older generational thing now and the young people don't tend to use it that much but I am increasingly aware that the content of Facebook, of your friends on Facebook is just an image of the good things and what they want to put out and isn't actually true so it's very easy to put like, love and all the other stuff on the social media stuff but it's much harder if you are a real friend to actually reach out, send a message, call somebody up, have a chat I'm so happy that this has happened to you than just take the very superficial stuff that you see on Facebook as what's going on in people's lives. Do you still subscribe to the view that if a friend has got something that hopefully it's going to be something good and uplifting, that you will go the extra mile and pick up the phone. Mm. Or Picking up wait. the phone probably less and less now, but at least a text or a WhatsApp. <laughs> when I want them, something, I do pick up the phone. I'm very <laughs> old-fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> so I've changed my number about four <laughs> times. I'm terrible. <laughs> you see, a lot of about friendship is about tone of voice. Do you not think... Very much. Because um, um, so I noticed with, with both of you, but, but just asking you, Noms, you're, you're hugely empathetic and, and there's something very genuine mm. when you somebody tells you something. It, it's all about chemistry in friendship, isn't it? That we just have to click and if you can empathise, then you're automatically giving or you're a good listener. Or alternatively, I think it's very much like you are in a partnership with a friend. You You share each other's, like you both said, good and bad times. And it sort of alternates that sometimes you're the listener, but sometimes you're being listened to. Mm. I think that is true friendship. And that's true partnership also almost mirrors that, doesn't it? Just to Definitely. Take different roles within that time depending on what your friend and yourself, a good friend to you is also who recognises what you might need in that time. And hopefully have a lot of fun with it. Not always the serious stuff, fun. But did you, I mean, were your, were your mothers or grandmothers good friends? Did you learn anything about friendship from your mothers? Well, my mother and her circle of close friends have moved together through their 
pretty much their whole adult lives through having children. A lot of them ended up living in the same block of flats now um, around the corner from where I live and I can see this wonderful sort of community that they've got. They look after each other. It's marvellous. It's a marvellous help and reassurance to me and I know that there's somebody there pretty much 24-7 on tap for my mother and they are the people that their children all grew up together and uh, they look after each other and it's just fantastic. It's a real for support me, network. A support ne- network and it's a good model for growing old is these mm. friends it's that, that are have been through everything together over the years. Do you think that's unique? I mean, does that exist in other places almost? Because it's I don't very know. special. I don't think it's happened by design. I think it's, no. it's because one of them um, knocked down a house and built some flats and they were all at the same stage and they all decided to move in together yep. and, it was, yep. and it's fantastic. But that sort of leads, I think, to another issue that I've certainly learned, not necessarily just from my own mother, but from speaking to women who have got that very uh, maternal gene. And remember, with the Jewish Mother Me podcast, this is about you don't have to be a mother or a father or Jewish or doesn't matter where you are and who you are. Uh, it's, it's all about sort of absorbing some of the things that we've learned and are still learning. But what I noticed from my own mum, she lost her mum at 19 and her friend and she had an older sister but she didn't live so close by and her brother lived abroad her friends very much became her family and I know it's an incredible cliche but I think there is a preoccupation today about numbers the number of friends how many people how many people are close to you do you have a bestie certainly the next generation but do you think that that there is a way of learning how to almost regard your friends as family now and have your friends supported you, not to the exclusion of your family, but do you see them in a, in a family role? There's the old cliche, you can choose your friends and you can't choose your family. And that is, to me, why that certain people gravitate towards each other and stay. I mean, the three of us have been friends since our early teens. Mm. And that's that's sort of, and we, we've chosen to be like that. It isn't that we come across each other at family do's and, no. and we have to say hello and we have to send birthday cards because it's an obligation. We've chosen to do it and that's the difference, I think. There is. But- I know my sister, she moved abroad um, as a young married woman and had no family and um, all her friends who were in a similar position really became family and that, that's now a 30-plus-year-old network that's only gone stronger and sustained through good times and bad times. And they, and they even go away on holiday with each other and everything and that's really lasted and grown. So I think it is, it is really possible. It depends on, on circumstances. I sometimes also think that when you live in a very close community enclosed, it can pull you back and drag you down because you've got to conform and be part of the Joneses. Mm. And if you don't conform, it's sort of told in an undercurrent, not directly at you, that it's not approved of, that it's not liked. And and they make you feel the the odd one out, which which one is if one doesn't tow the line. Are you talking from experience, young lady? (laughs) Always from experience. And I think that keeping, you know, having a competition with friends, I felt that that was a lot... Don't know if you still feel it with us now. That was when we were younger. I had to count how many friends. Well, I'm afraid I decided to drop out because I never managed to 
get anywhere near the top scores. Well, race, you know, I, I think so. we've been a bit, I'm glad you opened that door, Noms, because we've been, I think, a little bit worthy so far, and genuinely so. I think there are, there's a lot to be said about the sense of community mm. and how you create a community, because families are more disparate now. Uh, people scatter all over the place. True. Lots of stories about people moving to other countries and the community you build yourself into and that builds you is your is your family network. But let's be, let's be honest about it. There are women even of our grand age, um, Jurassic, I suppose, um, mm. who, um, people, not just women, men as well, but but uh, it seems to be more focused amongst women, that's a sweeping generalisation, um, that people can behave badly even when they get into adulthood. And I think competition is one of the things that my mum certainly taught me was a toxic element of friendship. Have you, do, do you sort of, do you know what I mean about... It can be anything from posting something about how the table looks beautiful just before dinner think, or whatever. I think children are... Uh, competition between children is a um, is a real lethal uh, element in some people's friendship. And um, if you've got children in the same year at school and some of them are doing well and some of them are doing badly, it can lead to a poisoning of friendships sometimes because, yeah, we do to some extent live through our children and if your child is suffering or feels uh, less um, capable compared to some other child it will make it might spoil a friendship and I think uh, so it, or you know somebody can afford a, a better car than you and it's, it puts a lot of pressure on people to stay friends I think sometimes and I think sometimes um, when you when you navigate the more difficult elements of life, I mean, you hope your friends will step up to the plate. But there will be those, for example, we've we've all experienced uh, bereavement of of a, of a parent, and um, there'll be those who will cross over the road because it's too difficult a conversation to have. And I've learned this, unfortunately, on the job, which is to actually, if you see somebody, it happened to me only recently, um, I saw somebody who'd uh, lost a parent, not particularly close friend, but you know, they'd lost a parent, I hadn't seen them. And I thought, before I do anything, and this, I've only learned this, it's not because I'm being noble, I had to go up and say, I really don't know what to say other than I'm sure you're having a rubbish time at the moment. Uh, where are you up to? They said, you know what, it really is rubbish at the moment. But um, my husband has said to me, you know, I've observed this and it's it's teaching me how not to be frightened and to be a good friend, even when it's it's awkward to say things, don't you think? It's difficult, of course, because people, I think also when you're exactly what you said, it's, it's, when you know somebody very well, then it's easier to tune in and to know what they expect. But when you know them not very well and something's happened, then you don't want to offend, you don't want to hurt, you don't want to be intrusive. So it's very hard to know what to say. Uh, and it sounds almost trite or superficial. But I still think if you show kindness, you can't go wrong. Yeah, but it take takes courage, doesn't it? Recently, I bumped into somebody who uh, lost a parent during lockdown. They weren't a particular immediate friend, not even a particularly close friend, but I saw them in a social gathering, social environment, and uh, I'd forgotten that they'd lost a parent. Um, I'm not, it, it's tragic to them. It was an elderly parent, but obviously still it's an important loss. I'm not dismissing that, but it, it wasn't one of these headlines where it's at the forefront of your mind mm. when you see them. So when I saw them, I was just, I did the opposite of what I normally do. How are you? And I was bantering. And then afterwards I felt terrible because I thought, I bet actually, forget my awkwardness, 
we've got to remember, and this is something else I've learned from my mum, about being a good friend is making it not awkward for the other person. Mm. So unless you say something to somebody when they've had an issue in their life, then it's really difficult to have a conversation because it's like an elephant in the room, don't you think? Very much, yeah. You know. And you can spy out the land whether they want to. You can gently sort of exactly approach it and see if they want to. But at least you've given them the chance that yeah. you can acknowledge it and be sensitive to whether they want to speak about it or they don't. Yeah. It also depends where you are sometimes as well. You know, in a supermarket, in a busy gathering. They talk about emotional intelligence. Mm. And if, you're, if you can much. focus on trying to work out how they're feeling to try and do the right thing that's great but that sometimes just doesn't happen no it doesn't but I think what I, what I have learned again um, you know and, and it's not clever me because I've blundered so many times what I have learned and, and my, my late mum was an absolute past master of this is if you have some integrity and some genuine empathy you can't possibly feel what the other person feels. Mum used to, I'm sorry, this seems to be the uh, the Betty Epstein show this week. That was the name of my late mum. But she had so nice. many she had so much of an, so many opinions on this particular thing. But she used to say the world would be so much better if you could feel somebody else's pain, even for mm. a moment. So you can't feel the pain of somebody who's just lost somebody. And you hear this often. They've lost a parent and they were 92 and they were very poorly. And, you know, physically it may have been a relief. That doesn't mitigate all those years when exactly. they weren't that person and they were they were an amazing mother or father or whatever it was. So you have to be able to say something, don't you think so? I think you have to acknowledge loss, really and the finality of death at whatever age. So even this comment, they've had a good innings, isn't always a comfort. But you know what's also interesting about friendship, coming back to this, is that when my mum passed away and she was abroad, she was poorly. It's not like something catastrophic happened to her. She took her while she was abroad and she ended up staying with my brother for several months. She'd gone to visit him. So there's that immediate urge for people to dash off the text or the WhatsApp. So I got some absolute belters. Like Sorry what? to hear about you, Grandma. I said, me too. She died 25 years ago. But thanks for asking. Better late than never. Mm-mm. No names. We can't no. afford the lawsuit. No. <laughs> and one absolute classic. I love this. I mean, I'm laughing about it now. But uh, there were two, actually. First of all, there was one person. It was actually the um, child. I'm not even going to say son or daughter of somebody I knew who'd asked me for some career advice a short time before. And we'd been having a few bits of conversation, just very generic, wasn't about my particular area of work. And they sent me a Facebook message, which was, so sorry to hear about you, mum. New paragraph. So um, if I do want to get an apprenticeship, <laughs> I mean, literally, I'd barely just got up from this seven days period of mourning. And my all time favourite, favourite was when somebody came up to see me because I, I sat half of this period of mourning abroad. And it was during the school holidays. You don't see a lot of people. Somebody came up to me and said, did your mum die? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what would you say if I said she hadn't? You'd be mad embarrassed. But actually, I must tell you, and this person did not say it malevolently. They were one of mm. these speakers I find and actually recognised that they had because I then subsequently got a phone call saying, oh, can't believe it, just that just came out. I was chasing after kids. But, you know, and actually it did upset me because, uh, not because I thought they were trying to make me unhappy, but it felt like they had commoditized something that was massive in my head. 
So we do have to learn, don't we? About we have to be very sensitive, don't we? So it's not easy. So it's no wonder that we have the crossing road syndrome because people are actually frightened. They don't ignore you. They're frightened of saying the wrong thing. They're embarrassed. They don't, they don't know what to, what to say. Mm -hmm. And by you giving these anecdotes, it really shows how difficult it is to say the right thing. And, and isn't it interesting, girls, that we don't remember the right things, but we all remember the gaffes. Well, equally, I remember <laughs> somebody, remember the... well, I was going to say one person, and she knows who she is because I'm always, I tell her every year at the same time of year, because it's been several years now, how moved I was by what she did. Friend of a friend, always said hello to me, quite smiley. And uh, my mum died about four weeks before the Jewish New Year. And this girl had been on holiday and obviously it happened in August, so it was a time when a lot of people were away. And she showed up on the doorstep with a honey cake. We traditionally have things made from honey at the Jewish New Year to have a sweet New Year. And that's, I think, an even bigger step because mm. you're coming to the door. You mm. actually, you've got to kind of, you can't do the, oh, thank God it was only their answer phone. I can now leave the big <laughs> message. Um, or she, even a cowardly WhatsApp, which yeah. is yeah. probably my style yeah. anyway. Well, no, 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 because I'm a big coward too. And she came into the house and I just thought, wow. That was a good thing to wow, do. Wow, I've never, I've never done, mind you, my honey cake will probably finish uh, up. I, I got a WhatsApp from someone just after my father had died and it and Nifta is, is the um, Hebrew or Yiddish word for having died. So this, this message said, I'm so terribly sorry to hear that your father is nifty. <laughs> <laughs> because the spell check on WhatsApp decided oh, to yeah. change Nifta to nifty. So I had to message back, I'm afraid my father is definitely not nifty anymore but thank you very much for the message another but thing did you mind that just no made no yeah. it was nobody it was, it was not it was intentional no, and exactly. it broke and it broke, broke the, the, ice. the ice a bit and it you know it, it made me smile at a time when i wasn't feeling particularly smiley and it was it was good, good yeah. and the other thing that i would say about friendship and i am not anywhere up there on this one i have witnessed people who have had friends who have been god forbid compromised by ill health and it's not easy to be with them. They may need physical help or they certainly uh, the next generation up. I remember I've got friends whose whose parents, uh, maybe the, the mums or the dads have got memory issues, Alzheimer's dementia. It's not easy to be around them mm. and they have not been dropped. They visit even if the, the, the conversation's going round and round in circles and it's not an easy one that. It's easier to go and visit somebody with a broken leg than it is for somebody who can't make conversation. And unfortunately, we've known people in our you know, contemporaries through work or colleagues or friends, and that there, there can be teams of friends who treat that person as if they are still able to climb the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, and it's very commendable, and they're fantastic, those friends that just get together and look after, and the family of these people as well. That's real friendship is... is looking after the friend and the friend's family and including everybody, not ostracising them, like you say. So those, obviously, we've touched on the, on the big challenges of friendship. Friends ultimately are there to have a, what I call champagne friends, is, is if you have friends for, like we started off by saying, for good times, for fun, and don't expect anything. And this isn't my mum's wisdom, but this is my husband Danny's wisdom. And I think um, that's really really helpful is not to ex have any expectations of anyone and then you enjoy it so much more it's tough that though not to have some expectation not that you want the but birthday very present healthy. or your birthday no well, it's you're the not going to be it's disappointed the act. of course you? you don't want the yeah. present you don't want the disappointment no, and he's right yeah. 
Don't expect. If they do anything, it's a bonus, but don't expect. Yeah, I, I, I see what you mean, as Colin. opposed to a big thing. No, I, I was just I was just thinking about old friends. Old friends who understand where you're coming from. Yeah, that's easier. Are the ones who you don't need to even speak to for six months or three years, and they pick up the phone, and you're right back where yeah, you were. That's true. I think that's, a, that's also a brilliant point, because there used to be the case, and I'm not sure if it happens with the younger generation, if you don't keep in touch it's somehow a sign that there's a deficiency in the friendship it does happen with the younger generation i've my um son who uh, now lives in israel along with quite a few of his friends lives in an area where they have a whatsapp group all the old boys from manchester and girls some of them and they all look after each other and mm. through the recent lockdowns and things like that when they weren't able to come and visit family and family weren't able to go there they looked after each other so that's also real friendship we have a passover meal which is a seder and they all had a big seder together when that's they couldn't so nice. come over Beautiful. to manchester Beautiful. and they were there for each other and they've got the same tunes they sing during this meal and the same customs and, and it just becomes family doesn't it because they have a shared background and they shared their experiences so the bond is there and I think that's something very special about friends that you form in your youth again different to friends that you make in adulthood so we probably have different types of friends for different experiences that we enjoy definitely Um, a a friend of mine uh, not Jewish actually um, so it's um, so this is this is one of these old sayings or anything it wasn't certainly wasn't Jewish saying but he said his uncle used to say you have friends for a reason a season or for life and mm-hmm. yeah, you can have friends that float in and out of your, your life and you have friends that are there. So I think, you know, there's a lot to be said there about friendship. So really just to sort of conclude, how can we sort of, from what we've learned, how can you be a better friend on a daily basis? What can you do? It's a matter of just accepting people for who they are. They're your friends. They have to do a lot to fall out with you because they're such good friends and just accept people. And yeah. pick your arguments. Yes, okay? definitely pick your fights. Pick your arguments, sisters, because here's the thing. Hey. I had somebody who was a good friend and um, they thought that they weren't happy with... It was such a trivial matter, but it was big to them. And in my view, overreacted. Over so what? Over, it, it was, it, it would be too identifiable. Okay. <laughs> but the point was, and I just thought, I thought to myself, this is such, this is trivial nonsense. We're back in the first year of junior school here. But because the friendship was so important, I let her have her moment in the sun and all the cliches are coming out here. Throw the toys out of the cart, have a tantrum, spit your dummy out, whatever you want to call it. Let her say her piece. And then we moved on. And that's because the friendship was more important. It, so I, I actually sacrificed, and I've learned on the job because there have been times in the past when I've said, no, but, 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 it was worth it to listen to the, what I thought was actually not really just, it was a bit of rubbish, but let let them have their moment because, and then it all went back to normal. And aren't you pleased you did? Really? Yes, yeah. yes. And I also think it's a sign of whether they matter or not because there are some people that are really painful and if they do step out of line, it's, yeah, <laughs> here's, yeah, the, yeah. here's the exit yeah. door. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been a very friendly Jewish Mother Me podcast. I think the takeaway wisdom is just don't drop the ball. If somebody's had a really happy event or they've had a really sad event or a challenging event, don't just feel that because you've just done it, you've made the phone call or dropped the text, that's it. 
remember to ask them a week later or two weeks later. And equally, I think being a good friend is not to have massive expectations of other people. Just because you've done amazing things for the other person, don't always judge them. Friends are special. Friends are there to have good times with, to enjoy. And the arguments, I think at my age, Jurassic age, just drop it because all I want really is to have nice times and good times and not any arguments. They're there for the pleasure, champagne times. And to that, my dear listeners, I say lechaim to life, Le which is our main. cheers. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> lechaim. Well, you have been listening to the Jewish Mother Me podcast. Thank you for your company. Always delighted to have you along and we'll be back soon. You can find us on... Facebook. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking after the Instagram uh, site as well. Okay, and so Lynn is, will be flashing her Instagram fancies at you, so let her know what you think. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us across all the uh, the Spotify and Apple, etc. platforms, so find us where you can and let us know what you think and if there's topics you'd like us to discuss. But until next time, from Noemi, Lynn and Angela, thank you for your company. Take care and we'll be back soon.